Hello and welcome to the No Sell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we'll be talking about the pay-per-view of Backlash. Damn it, forgot the name. WrestleMania Backlash, since you know. How dare you? I apologize. I'm sorry. I mistakenly got the pay-per-view wrong. I guess we should just stop the show now, but we'll carry on. Uh, I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Yo, yo, yo. Pop a 40 and check your rollies. Uh, the ch- ch- chosen one, Mr. Booble, Mike Booble, is not here with us this week. Um, he's grieving. <laughs> as, as, we such, all, as we all are. As we all are. As, sadly, we have to open the show off with uh, the passing of New Jack. Um, he passed away on Friday, uh, fifty four, I believe. Yep. Uh, cause was a heart attack. Oh, 58. Okay, but <sighs> shitty man, you know. As I surmised, when it happened, um, I imagine that the pearly gates, it was normal as can be, that all of a sudden natural born killer started playing. Bing. And old New Jack started coming towards the pearly gates with a, with a load of weapons and a fucking guitar. And uh, <laughs> it's been fun ever since up there, I dare you. I'll yep. tell you what. Um, the, I set the meme. It was like literally like two hours after his passing, someone made the meme of, of uh, <laughs> AJ. A, AJ with uh, during the... Uh, Graveyard match. Graveyard match, Boneyard. Boneyard match from last year's Mania with Taker standing behind him. And, and, <laughs> and it's uh, mass transit as AJ. and Enjoying the afterlife. Enjoying the afterlife. <laughs> and then uh, Undertaker is a uh, new Jack. And it's just like, too soon. <laughs> uh, this one got a lot of people. Yeah, it did. Which I'm a little surprised at, but I'm happy to see. Because he was, I mean, he was really divisive. Mm-hmm. He was not afraid to share his opinion, which rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. But New Jack was New Jack. I love New Jack, and I've loved New Jack since the 90s. I know he's, was, been, he's been great. There's <laughs> just been something so... Imagine Joe uh, being 16. I just turned 16, okay? ECW got put on the local... Northwest Prime Sports, whatever the fuck I, it was. I remember. Time. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It was on like Friday nights at 11, right? Mm-hmm. And I just happened to, I had heard about ECW from the magazines and all that, but I'd never been able to see any. Yeah. And the very first episode that was on there that I caught, the first thing that came out was the Gangsters. Nice. And I had never seen anything like New Jack in my naive, privileged, white boy ass life. And I was not prepared for New Jack. But I could not turn away. I was mesmerized by what the fuck I was seeing on TV. Yeah. And a small part of that, believe it or not, never went away. Anytime I saw him, I still had a little bit of that, like, what the fuck is this? Kind of, uh, I got to watch. Yeah. I would get excited. I love when that, I love that song to this day. Yeah. Natural Born Killers. I love when it comes on on an ECW show and it's there the whole time while he's doing his business. I love his promos, the shit he would talk in Smoky Mountain, which is where he was at his best. OJ. Uh, OJ. 
Keep it up. Keep two it up. More, two more we don't got to worry about. Two more down, yeah. Uh, holy fuck. Uh, Coming out with the Barbie doll with the noose around its neck. Holy I, shit. I thoroughly enjoy New Jack matches. It's my favorite thing to do is when we're recording something and we have an ECW show in the back, in the background. However, TV's muted. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You know when New Jack's coming out. The crowd goes fucking ape shit. Yep. And you just know, oh shit, here comes New Jack. Last year, to go a little behind the curtain, last year. When we did our uh, fantasy booking, when we had no new wrestling to talk about, yep, I booked a show where New Jack showed up in a main event to just beat people up. Remember that? Yeah, that's how big I, I have always been on New Jack. But then there was something even better, Joe. Even better than watching him try to kill other people and himself. New Jack shoot videos, yeah. shoot interviews, a whole new career. Yep. And so much goodness there from New Jack. Yeah. You never knew what he was going to say or do. My favorite's when he uh, breaks into Jim Cornette's shoot video and they embrace and hug and talk. And it's just so much fun. I remember, I remember us introducing Devin to New Jack. <laughs> yep. And like, Devin just became a fan of his a year ago. Yep. And then when I texted, when I found out, I texted the gang. And he's just like, no, stop. Yeah, don't do that to me. Don't, no, don't do that. And then I'm like, no, serious. And then he's like, fuck. I read it, and I was like, I hope he's wrong. Yeah. Because I was working, I didn't. Yeah. But then when Devin replied with fuck, I was like, God, he is dead. Yeah, because there was like Ringside News was the ones that did it first. But what they did was they did ECW Jerome Young passed away. And I was like. That's New Jack. That sounds familiar. And I clicked on New Jack. I'm like, that can't. That, no. That motherfucker ain't gonna die. Yeah. (laughs) Uh. Go out and watch the Dark Side of the Ring episode of New Jack. It's great. Which is funny. I had just rewatched it last weekend. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Uh, the fan support love for it. You know, um, Pro Wrestling Tees just came out with a New Jack t-shirt store. I think I would get one. Um, God, the New Jack 187. Yep. Um, WWE let Paul Heyman on Talking Smack do a little three to four minute thing about new Jack. And I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's that whole, uh, it's fantastic because you know, knew it came from Paul Heyman because nobody in WWE knows who new Jack is. You know what I mean? And like, he's just loves his like, you know, we couldn't show any footage, right? Can you imagine if Vince McMahon saw a video of new Jack? He might like it. He might, he might have brought him in in the he attitude might have brought era. Him in, yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, Paul Heyman going, you know, we would show footage or clips of him. But we can't. But we can't because he's <laughs> New Jack. He was gangster. <laughs> yeah. um, I love the, the thing he thought when he found out the news that he just thought maybe it was New Jack playing a prank that he told his wife, hey, we're going to say I'm dead. Uh, so I want to see what people think. And then see how far that can go. Then I would show up and go, yeah, got you all. Because it does seem like something New Jack would do. It would. God damn. Yeah. Uh, age of 58, you know. It's too early. Too early. I would say um, I follow a belt group on Facebook. Yeah. And the guy um, interviewed New Jack like two weeks ago. And he was going to debut the interview. It was like drinks with New Jack Friday night. Well. And he's just like. 
he posts like a five minute video, like I'm not doing it tonight. We'll figure out another time to do it. And he's just like, it's weird. I just talked to him like a week ago. We've been messaging. He's like, he can't wait for it to come out. He had a great time. Yeah. Uh, High spots network put out a thing where they, he was just at their place the last weekend yeah. filming stuff and was in a great mood. And they were looking forward to showing the people and it just proves that it can happen at the drop of a fucking hat. Yeah. Um, go to ECW on the Peacock and find yourself some New Jack stuff. Uh, Corey, do you recommend any New Jack stuff? If well, if not on the network, go to YouTube. Yeah, find it unedited. The best thing you can do is go to YouTube and search out New Jack Smoky Mountain Wrestling promos. Yeah, first and foremost. Yeah, and then just New Jack ECW brawl. Was there like because they were posting like an e- I think and it was an ECW promo. It was like one of his best ones. Like a lot of the rest were like this is the one from ECW you should be watching. But then there's a lot um, of... He was, like, in a parking lot backstage, right? It's, like, late 95. Yeah. I know the one. Okay. I know it's fantastic. Uh, go find yourself some New Jack stuff. Uh, go find uh, anything, because it is a thrill to watch him. <laughs> just watch the shoot interviews. Just watch shoot interviews. Um, <laughs> he don't hold back. Yeah. Uh, something about Terry and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll he'll go there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, rest in peace, New Jack. You know, <sighs> crazy, right? Fucking crazy. I know he made it to heaven because the, the hell's scared of him. Yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah. He's not going <laughs> one way or another. He's taking a trash. Uh, a, a, he's a taking cart. A tr- he's taking a cart with him. He's carving somebody right now. Yeah, he's it's wherever he is. Hopefully not mass transit. <laughs> it's mass transit again. God damn it, motherfucker! I finally got my chance. I, I found you. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'd find your fat ass. <laughs> uh, so let's move on and let's talk about one WrestleMania backlash, shall we? I guess we should. We should. Uh, are you ready for my uh, thoughts on this? Your diatribe? Did you yeah. read it already? No, I'm not. Okay. Sir, I don't, I don't uh, listen. To, I don't read your stuff until after the show <laughs> because I like to be surprised when. Uh, I was a little pithy today. I'll tell you that much. All right, so let's start off with the the, the kickoff. The kickoff, the dark, the uh, open challenge for the U.S. title: Sheamus defeating Ricochet. Ricochet, Ricochet, two and three quarters. Okay. Sheamus issues an open challenge, and Ricochet comes out, likely due to taking a wrong turn in catering. Hmm. Just making sure you're listening. Oh, I am. Good match. Both are excellent. Ricochet doesn't even bother to wear gear anymore. Uh, Sheamus wins, but then Pretty Ricky attacked from behind and dabbed. Well, what they're trying to do is um, mimic real-life situation, a.k.a. the Jake Paul, Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather situation of... He stole his hat. I, I got your hat. So what does Rick Shep to do? Take his hat. I don't... I, for me, the idea of... Um, Ricochet coming out in, like, jeans. I just wonder, like, I wish they would have played it off, the fact of, like, him going, like, I heard the open challenge. I ran straight out here, and I just here honestly I took it as this fucker doesn't even bother to wear gear anymore. That, <laughs> he's just, that, too. He's just hanging out and catering. He's like, fuck it. That, too. Uh, let's go to our first match of the night for the pay-per-view as it's the triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship as it's Rhea Ripley defeating Asuka and Charlotte Flair. And I can tell you I had a bad feeling about this. Like, the whole time, I'm like, Charlotte's going to be the winner. Three and a quarter. Oh, okay. 
The fact that this is only three and a quarter is a shame. It was all kinds of off to start, but then got going. I thought it was real clunky first. A lot of I heard the opposite though. I heard it was like two hundred miles per hour from the get go. But it wasn't always good two hundred miles. Yeah, it was like okay, that's not yeah. good. Charlotte, since returning, is in the Hollywood sex pot phase of her career. Asuka acted as the glue, and thank God she was there. And then after the match, I, I didn't like it. Ripley acted like a four-year-old Hulk Hogan with the childish mocking of Flair after the match. You don't say dude. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that ain't a good look. The only people I think could do that, the no, thumb on the nose and la-la-la-la nose, is MSK. Yeah. Like, but Rhea, no. No. Plus, it just said to me, oh, great, Charlotte's going to get a one-on-one match and beat her. Charlotte's uh, getting hell in a cell. God damn it. Uh, our next match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, Rey Mysterio and his son, Dominic Mysterio, defeat the dirty dogs of Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode to become the first ever father-son Tag Team Champions in WWE. At least in WWE. I'm sure it's happened in other places. I'm, like I'm, territories and all that. I guarantee... Uh, the I mean, Armstrongs. The, uh, you know, you're, yeah, the Armstrongs. They did it. Brad and, and Bob. Didn't Dustin and uh, uh, Dusty? And they never won tag belts. Okay, but they teamed. Okay. Um, I know the the Von Erichs. Fritz won six man titles with his kids. So, so I mean, in WWE, it's yeah. the first father son. Uh, um, three stars. The Dirty Dogs attacked Big Dom in the back, making this a <laughs> handicap match for most of it. Ziggler and Rude really are a damn good tag team. Oh, they're good. There was a spot in the match which was, was gift a lot, and it's them throwing Ray under the ropes into a super kick. Yeah. It was just off because the super kick hit him in the chest. But well, that's really tough to connect. I mean, I th- it is. It is. But I think if you did it on the opposite side, because he was on the table side, so yeah. he was condensed with room. space. If you give him the ramp way. They're really good together. Yeah. I was like, damn, that's a good team. Shocker, a, you know, what, a both 15-plus-year vets. Yeah, both uh, Rude's like a 23-year-old vet at this point. Yeah. He was doing jobs on Heat in 98. So 20-year vet and a 15-year vet. Yeah, it's not a surprise they're that good. But Plus, it, uh, especially Rude kind of gets under uh, looked at. Yeah. But two of the better workers of the last 20 years too i mean if you're well, it, it is but it's just that crazy part and you know we, we get down to it the fact of wwe writing like seriously i forgot they were tag champs right right and like, i watch the product every week i watch smackdown and <laughs> yeah and i forgot like someone asked me hey who's the tag champs oh i think it's the street profits i think they want it back and then it's like no nope. no nope. uh rude and uh Ziggler are still champs i'm like they've done nothing with them other than the fact that they have the belts yeah that's it that's all they've done yeah. uh, uh, i thought the match was worked really well with the handicap dynamic until uh big dom came hobbling Donna. down i like the fact that ray was even ray was the far father figure part of he was so hesitant to tag him in when dom showed up Everything about this match was done perfectly until the very end. Yeah. As I wrote. Ending was annoying as Big Dom had bad ribs, but hit a frog splash with no sign of pain at all to get the win. Really? Sell it. Just sell it. Sell it. Yeah. Um, three stars. It was good. It, uh, it, it's something that we talked about last week of the trains in motion of where this is going. Okay, let me ask you a question. Yes. It dawned on me watching them celebrate in the ring. That this is one of the storylines where they're lucky. 
that there are no fans. I think the fans would be booing Ray and Dom. Yeah? I do. Wow. I think okay. they wouldn't be digging this whole father-son going to team up and win and shock the world dynamic. I don't think the fans would be into it. I think, I think, and I think here's why. We don't like the fact that Ray is riding his back down. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. But I would say this. One cool thing Ray did was he, if you go to his, his Instagram, what he did was he put the photo of him and... Eddie. No, him and Dom, oh, yeah. like, heads together, clinking, yeah. right? But everything, there's photos of him and Dom, like, th- posing growing together, up. growing up. That's like, cool. Photos of, like, you know, Dom wearing the, as, like, a two-year-old, three-year-old, wearing the Ray mask with Ray behind him. And, so that's cool. Uh, during the Eddie storyline and all this and that. But, yeah, it was a cool, it's a cool thing to see. That's cool shit. You also, uh, watching this, I was thinking, it's too bad that they aren't doing house shows. Because Dominic could really stand oh, yes. yeah. about six weeks of just working with Ziggler and Root. Yeah. He would learn so much by just working these guys all the time. Yeah. It, it's like you said, you know, Dom should sell, which he should. But the thing is, when's, where's the practice? You know what I mean? Where is, where is that house show uh, practice of... Well, what, you're going to go to NX, the training facility every day to practice? To do the same stuff with the same guy and you, not learning you work, anything? You work one day a week. Yeah. And also, the smart in me wants to say, I mean, why should he sell? No one else does either. Yeah. I, I had to break the news to uh, my lover. Yeah. That he's like, Yo, you know what one of the most dominant moves is? I'm like, he's like the RKO, and he's like, said why? And, you know, back when Austin did the stunner, it's like the most dominant thing. I'm like... Well, and he's like, you know, uh, another movie that's fantastic is the Shawn Michaels super kick because it's a little guy, you know, he, he, we were ta- discussing finishers mm-hmm. and how, like, a little guy should have a finisher that is able to defeat the big guy and the and other guys. And, other guys. Yeah. and I was like, well, you know, the cutter and the super kick is one of the most overplayed moves now. Oh, yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? Like everybody does. I was like, watch an AEW, man, uh, <laughs> AEW show. There's going to be four cutters and ten super kicks. Every match. Every match. And he's like, what? And WWE is no, no, getting no, I, to be no better. And I told him that. I'm like, WWE is not as bad as AEW, <laughs> but yes. But you know what was also bad? A lumberjack match with zombies. That's right, zombies. As Damien Priest defeats The Miz. So, the zombies. It is this. I know what it is. The cross-promotion of... Batista's next movie, uh, Day of the Zombie, or something like that. Um, I think it's Day of the Zombie or Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. It's Army of the Dead. So they're doing the cross promotion of it. So Batista does the opening monologue, monologue, narration, and then brings up, you know, he tweets out that he has a friend, a couple friends showing up tonight, and it's zombies. Uh, zombies, I say. So Morrison goes to talk to the zombies. And again, I'm a big John Morrison fan. Yep. I really hate the fact that they've turned him into Eugene. Yeah. Um, but he goes and he opens the door to the, to the uh, locker room for the zombies and sees that or they're all zombies. Um, and then he, uh, you know, he leaves. And he opened the door, and the zombies came out. Well, he was scared, because you saw who was coming out first. Uh, zombie Too Hottie came out, and uh, bringing that, was bringing about that. to do the, the zombie worm, uh, as that was the main zombie with Scotty Too Hottie. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Murphy was in there. Was some it? other NXT guys, yeah. 
So somebody posted a photo of the zombies, and I was trying to point them all out. One was like one of the new signees, like it was a kid. Yeah. I, did I see uh, who's your boy's name? I forgot his not Mansoor, not Mansoor. <laughs> the um, guy that's been there for like five years, ten years now. Uh, oh, uh, he Asian guy. Yeah. Um, no, it's not him. Uh, there was a couple of the 205 guys that we've never seen because we don't watch 205 live. Oh, what's the guy? Okay, I know who. I need the guy's name. Uh, is it Austin something? The guy with the buck tooth that used to be like, he's that 70s guy on in Evolve. Now he's with. Oh, the retrosexual. Retrosexual. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's probably one of them. What's his name? Uh, I can't remember what they call him. He was Anthony Green. He's something else, and let me see if I can find them, him. But. Because that's that is who posted a photo of. I thought it was Austin something. Anyway, he posted a photo of the zombies in the back. I'm sure he was one of them. Yeah, it's just, it's anybody working at NXT that didn't have anything to do. Well, I typed in WWE on the, uh, um, on uh, Twitter, and the first thing is WWE zombies. <laughs> Let me break down the match for you. Yeah, Jim. go ahead. As I'll try and see if I can find who's who. First of all, can I tell you that I totally understand uh, doing ad placement for a movie that's paying you good money to get their name out, right? Mm-hmm. I get it. I do, too. However, minus five stars. Oh, my God. Fuck this. If you have to have commercials for upcoming movies, so be it. But prostituting your wrestlers to this type of fuckery is ridiculous. What was this? Uh, and then I said, what about, or what was that about blood and guts setting the business back 30 years? You were correct, sir. Uh, I do love the fact people were tweeting to Dave Batista about why do you bring zombies? And he's, he's like, just I like, I didn't book this shit. Talk to Vince. Tweet Vince. <laughs> uh, Jericho says that they uh, were sent back 30, uh, 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, how. How can you honestly believe that about a War Games match and then do this the very next show? I don't know. What did you think, Joe? I thought it was terrible. Like, I was I, offended. I, I, I feel bad for Damien Priest. I feel bad for The Miz. That should tell you how bad this Jesus. was. I feel bad more for Priest than I do yeah. Miz because of... All that rub. They're trying to rub him. The idea, the story... I still need to watch his... Uh, I need to watch his Chronicle, too. The Chronicle. But it's like the rumor came out, and he said it. Um, if Bad Bunny didn't work, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. So you go from Bad Bunny to zombies. Whatever. I'll just say this. Go Fuck. back and listen to any of the Monday Night War stories, and you're going to hear us go, I don't remember having a lumberjack match with zombies. They would cross promote, but it would be, be tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek. Not farce. Yeah. Uh, not when you have the the Thunderdome go all pitch black and like a dooms a zombie apocalypse just happened too. It's just so stupid. That's what offends me the most yeah. is that it was stupid. Question. It wasn't good. Did, did your son watch this? Yes. What did he think? He thought this was stupid. Okay, thank God. He is they're losing him even, Joe. WWE is losing him. Wow. He was like, he, okay, so I didn't, full disclosure, nobody here at No Cell bothered to watch this live. Neither did my son. He goes, I was home, Dad. 
didn't even bother to put it on in the background. Like, because when I started to watch it this morning, he's like, "You're gonna watch that?" Oh wow! I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Sadly, they're lo- he's deep in, and they're losing him. Jesus, and he is age of what they aim for. He is twelve, Jesus. or he will be soon. So yeah, we had that lumberjack match. Our next match is for the single uh, women's SmackDown Championship as Bianca Belair defeats Bailey. Three and a quarter. This was good, but suffered from going too long. It went uh, 16. Yeah, that's too long. Uh, Third longest match of the night. And I said that seems to be a huge issue in all of wrestling at the moment, to be fair. Uh, These two uh, can and will do better, but for now, Bianca moves on. Do you think it goes too long and has that funny feeling because of the fact that they did put seven matches on? Why, if we go to AEW, they give us... About the same amount of time matches here, but they have five matches. Yeah. I just looked at it as, when I started the show, okay, this morning, I saw that it went three hours and two minutes. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that is way too long for six matches. Because there was only six matches on yeah. the main card. Yeah. Why is it over three hours for six matches? That's a little over a half hour per match. Because the shortest amount, shortest match on the card was seven minutes. And that was zombie, the zombie match. Yeah, I was yeah. like, God damn. The it second, felt like it forever. Yeah, because it, it goes 17, 10, 15, 20, 17, 7, 16, 14, and 27. Mm-hmm. It's too long. Uh, yeah, you know, it's one of those things I think that they're, they're giving Bianca the rub, so they, you know... Hey, they had nothing to do with Bailey, so let's throw her in the spot. If you want to have a three-hour pay-per-view, it's fine. Put two more matches on it, and they all don't have to go super long, epic. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you don't have to do 18-minute video packages for every goddamn match on the card, either. There needs to be like that squash match, that two-minute you know, three, to have us go, why is this even on the match card? palate cleanser, but that's yeah. a palate cleanser, and it's needed. Yeah. Uh, our next match is the triple threat for the WWE Championship as Bobby Lashley retains the t- championship, defeating Braun and Drew McIntyre. I got to be honest with you, Joe. Yep. This was that palate cleanser for me. Oh, shit. Everybody else loves this. Says it was match of the night. Praised everybody. Here's what I put. All right. I did give it three and a half. Okay, yeah. so it's not like I thought it tough stunk. Okay, I'm tired of all these WWE trope triple threat matches because we have big guys and they have to be pushed. Seriously, why the fuck is Braun in this? It also involved their oh so creative. One guy hits finisher, then gets thrown to the floor, so the third guy can still pin. They've only used that two thousand four hundred and eighty one times before. They don't have wrestlers running writing this stuff anymore. It's the it's the well. I was on the Bachelor and I uh, wrote that for three weeks. So hired by the way is August Gray. There it is. There it is. I knew it was uh, something. Eh? I, I'll give it. I mean, the guys worked hard. Oh yeah. I just don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this I'll bring it up after this match. Uh, after this review here, yes. Bobby Lashley should have just faced Drew McIntyre. They threw Braun Strowman in because, hey, we have nothing to do with him, so let's just put him in a title picture God again. Dang, he's big. We need three muscular men. 
But it needed to be. It just it's it's backlash WrestleMania backlash. It should have been a WrestleMania rematch between two people, not Braun. Our main event though was our Lord and Savior Roman Reigns head of the table uh, retaining the Universal Championship, defeating Cesaro in a twenty-seven and a half minute match. Four stars. This didn't disappoint as both men are elite. They did a particularly good job here. Since there was never really any doubt who's going to win the match. Yeah. Um, hopefully this current push moves Cesaro up to a higher level, however. And the aftermatch beatdown by Enzo Rollins was seemingly a clue as to what the cell match will be next month. Yes. Uh, I do love... So here's the thing. We ta- we're talking about this off air. Jay's back. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy's back. The confusion begins. No, uh... <laughs> They're doing the same storyline with Jimmy. He doesn't want to be part of the tribal chief's tribe, but he will. He will. Mm. Um, but now they're starting the dissension with J- uh, with Jay. You know, you're sounding like Jimmy right now, and I, <coughs> and I don't like that. You know what might be interesting? Hmm. We automatically assumed that it's going to be Roman and Jimmy in the cell. Yeah. What if it's Jay versus Jimmy? I would love that. That would be great. Right. It probably will be because Roman's going to have him do his doings. Right? Yeah. It's not about that. Brother versus brother. That'd be great. That'd be cool. I'm down with it. So, Corey, what was your overall for this pay-per-view? Uh, By the way, I, I, I thought this match was great, too. Yeah. A little stiff in that way. Like the a little hard-hitting Cesaro being awesome. I thought that you, young upcomer. I thought you were going to call me uh, being a little stiff by calling him Enzo Rollins. That's what he's turning into for me, man. It's getting real close. Because he, you can't teach that. <laughs> so I said, overall, not bad, but any show with that outlaw macho zombie bullshit gets a no from me, dog. As you said prior there, you cannot wait to listen to the Jim Cornette. Oh, no, because they, they got him to watch this. Oh, shit. And uh, I'd be surprised if Castle Cornette is still standing after that zombie fucking match. Uh, my, one of my favorite things was uh, Bully Ray, Bubba. Yeah, he uh, his his uh, radio show on Sirius yeah. the lead busted open. Yeah, busted open. The lead guy called him. <laughs> yeah, I forgot his name. Um, called him and Bubba like got off. He like tweeted out. Well, I just got off the phone with him. Uh, he hung up. Yeah, he uh, turned off the show. Yeah, and he's like, can't wait for tomorrow. <laughs> I... So, <laughs> as uh. I told you earlier, I have a photo of someone posted of the ratings lately for one WWE. Yeah. And about, hey, you know, they they have the best talent. They have the best fans right now. The most fans right now. Ever. Ever. Well, let's go back to 2017. The average rating per episode for WWE, 3.018. Which in itself was bad. That is 156.9, uh, 156 million viewers over 52 episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. 2018, 2.823 million. It's a per sizable episode. drop. It's a sizable drop. That is 149 million and change. 2019, 2.418 million. That's 125 million mm-hmm. over the episode, 52 episodes. Want to take a guess on, uh, 2020? Not hit me with it. 1.88 million. Okay. So that's about, that is under 100 million viewers an, ep, 
over 52 episodes. So, those numbers, Joe? Yes. The numbers for 2019 were scarily close to WCW 99 yeah. in terms of a drop. Mm-hmm. Those 2020 numbers are equal to or arguably worse than the WCW 2000 rating. Yeah. It, and drops of viewership. Yeah. But, they, hey, they have the most fans. They don't care about ratings now. It's but, all about everything else. It's a content company. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's amazing because you can lose, you can lose, all, that's almost, okay, from 2017 to 2020, that's almost half. Yeah. They went from a 3.08 to a 1 point something. 1.8. It's almost half. Yeah. But yet, it might, that means it's about time for them to make another uh, 5 or 10 billion because yeah. they, the lower they get, the more money they're making. I don't get it. You know, so that brings me up to unwatchable. Yeah. Sir, what they're trying to do, and it makes me so pissed off because I would like both these men. Mm-hmm. What they've been doing is they've been having a, basically what we've been watching on the Monday Night War stories, of they're having a best of between a couple people. Mm-hmm. Ricochet and Mustafa Ali on main, event. on main event. I've heard the matches are awesome. They've had three straight matches, and they've heard they're amazing. And guess what? I can give zero shits about it, right? but I shouldn't. I've heard that they're awesome and main events right there on Hulu. Yeah. But have I bothered no. to even no. think about watching it? No. Not a bit. They're trying. So I brought this up with the producer about the fact that what they're trying to do, and this is a Rick Shane Ali. Please come watch main event. It's good. It's a good hour long show. Come watch it. It's fantastic. We're on it putting on four star matches. This, this, right? But they're wrong. It's not a good hour-long show because there's only two new matches that g- combined go about 12 minutes. Then the rest of the show is Monday Night Raw recaps. Yeah. So, but you know what they're trying to do? They're pushing it as elevation and dark. It's a way to get to see them. Yeah. But as I've talked to my lover at work, at the shoot, about the fact Dodie missed the, missed the train on, hey, maybe we should put an hour-long show on YouTube. It's free. People will tune in. Yeah, AW no. makes good money off Dark. Yeah. Not that episode of, like, uh, Elevation. Yeah, not the one you watched. When fucking 900. So the following week I looked, they had a lot of commercials, but it's, like, the simple one. Like, yeah. There was, like, one spot in the ep- of the episode that had, like, back-to-back-to-back-to-back commercials. Do you think maybe YouTube just spaced just, it. YouTube just went crazy that week. YouTube did. They're because, like, ah, fuck it. Because it's, like, space, space, space. But then, like, the last hour or so. There's, like, none. None. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I really want to watch Ricochet and uh, Mustafa Ali, but... But I can't be bothered because I know Raw recaps are in the middle of it, and yeah. I have no interest in seeing that shit. Yeah. There's, like, no yeah, point fine. no point for me to turn it on and watch it. And, like, the, the I have the utmost respect for both men. Like, hell yeah. But it's just, like, I don't have... I don't... I have all the time in the world I can, but I just don't... I don't see myself going to Hulu going, oh, let me watch main event. Yeah. I'd never. <laughs> but I'll go to YouTube and watch Elevation or Dark. Yeah. I'll go on YouTube and watch MLW. With ease. Yeah, no With problem. With ease. But no problem. I just can't. Anything anything that is a, around a WWE product is so cold to me. It's cold. I'll watch SmackDown because there's thought put into it at least somewhat. Yep. Not all of it. But the Roman Reigns stuff is well thought out. Like we said last week, it's only three people running that show: yeah. Roman, Vince, and Hannah. I don't. I never miss NXT, but it's hardly like I must watch now. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I end up seeing it. 
NXT, and haven't bothered watch Raw in forever. With NXT being on uh, Tuesdays, I'll, I'll watch it, but it's not like me and the producer, AW, we put it on every week. Yeah. Dynamite, I mean, on NXT, it's like, uh, maybe. Let me, see what, let me see what happens on Twitter, then we'll go to it. I'm going to break down a little insight for you, Joe. Okay. I work Tuesday through Saturday at my shoot job. Yes. Luckily, it's a desk job where yeah. I can listen to podcasts or do whatever I want while I'm working. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday mornings, the first thing I do when I start work is I turn on the AW show. Dark yeah. Elevation, Dark Dynamite. Like clockwork, all yeah. three days. NXT, if I get around to it Thursday afternoon sometime, if you feel I'll up. put on the Peacock on the phone yeah. and watch NXT maybe while I'm working. I won't pay attention closely, but it's I get the clue what's happening. Yeah. But I never, like clockwork, it's AEW every fucking morning. I mm-hmm. make sure I watch yeah. it. I'm paying attention while I'm working. Same thing here. I know what's going on. Same here at this casa. It's, and, uh, the producer has yeah. elevation on Monday, Tuesday, dark, and then Wednesday's dynamite. And if we don't watch any of those that night, they're on either on the weekend. Oh, you know what? While we're talking about AEW, did you hear about the business news today? Uh, no. Okay. Ta, 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 what's Time it? Warner. Warner. Is it Time Warner oh, or is it Warner? It's, it's Warner AT&T Media. Warner. It's, it's AT&T and Warner Media. They sold to Discovery. Yeah. Did you see that? I, okay, I did. That It's going to be finalized hopefully like middle of next year. Mm-hmm. But what that means is that all the Turner properties we watch. It's going to be on Discovery. It's going to be, it's gonna be owned by Discovery. Yeah. Theoretically, Discovery Plus. Yeah. Which means we finally might be able to get AEW stuff on demand too. That's sick. And, but I'm, I'm, and that's a huge deal. Yeah. That's a fucking huge. It's like forty-four billion. Mm-hmm. But it's also a big deal because we had talked about streaming, and how the AT&T Warner stuff was like the last of the streaming that wasn't gobbled up by anybody. Yeah, like Peacock didn't have it, and Paramount. We, whatever. We, we, I think that was a couple months ago we talked about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, now it's going to be on Discovery Plus. Yep. So that'd be sick. Add the stuff we already like, then you you can add TBS, TNT, all that shit. Yeah, it's a huge deal. It's it's one of those another one of those like maybe cut the cut the cord. I know (laughs) you have, but I don't know if I can because all the sports. It's getting easier. Yeah, Um, I watch more sports than I have in years. Same streaming. Same. I've got the Hulu, the ESPN Plus gimmick with Hulu. Yeah, I've got other stuff. So I mean. I mean, I, yeah, I don't have all the stuff that you're able to watch. Yeah. But I do all right. But, yeah, uh, that'd be cool if they put them on. Because I know we order the pay-per-views, and they're always on fight, so I can put on any pay-per-view I yeah. want besides <laughs> the first double or nothing because I bought that off the Comcast, <laughs> off the channel. But uh, since then, we bought it off fight, and we can you can turn on any pay-per-view. That's, and that's a cool thing to have. And I'm, like, really tempted just to go back and buy Double Nothing, the first just one. Just to have them all. It's like 10 bu- 15 bucks yeah. just to have them all. Exactly. They're uh, worth it. Um, while we're on AEW. Yes, bring it up. Drama rumored between the EVPs. Um, most of it seems to be centered in terms of people saying between Cody and the Bucks. Yeah. Um, Kenny's not really brought up in all of it. Um, who knows if it's true or not? You know what I mean? Bucks are making fun of it on the... Of course the, they are. Yeah. They're being the elite and on the their Twitter bio now. And first I, first of all, let's go back to Dynamite. And they, they beat SCU. I saw so many butt hurt people on Twitter 
couldn't stand Matt Jackson making fun of Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair. I'm sorry. I love you. I love you. I I smirked. Tremendous. I smirked. I I was like, like, I gave gave it a smirk. I was like, what a jackass. Yeah, making fun of it. How how dare you make fun of a uh, a highlight for WWE now? Right. And come on, you do in the most sarcastic way. You're like, fuck you. But that's the point. That's their shtick now. He's an annoying heel. Yep. That's what he does. Yep. This is, by the way, this is the version of the Young Bucks here. Yeah. This is the version of the Young Bucks that I first saw. Oh, yeah? Back in like 2011, 12. The, what they're doing now. Uh, when I first flipped, I was like, these guys are great. Because they play us so fucking well. Yeah. Great nonstop assholes. Anyway. Who knows if it's true or not? I mean, it's very clear they have different outlooks on how wrestling should be. I mean, Kenny and the Bucks and... Tony Khan, at least somewhat, obviously, like, they have a vision of new wrestling going a different way. Mm-hmm. And it sure looks like du- Cody, or, yeah, Cody's just trying to rebook WCW, it looks like. It, it, the, <laughs> we, we talk about it every week with Cody, about how, you know, at Double Nothing, he's the American dream for one night only. What did you think of that promo? I don't think it was as good as it. His other ones have been. Oh, I, I, I didn't like it much either. And I thought it was, like, self-serving. And, yeah. And, and, and the, seriously, it's 2021. How, we're going to do an evil British guy? Yeah, that's what Zen said. <laughs> like, we're still doing, like, countries at war. At least, I mean, I mean it's true. That, that whole thing's played out yeah. anyway. But Brit- England? When was the last the <laughs> Revolutionary War? British Bulldog? I don't know. I mean, know. when was the last time we were at odds with England? Jesus Christ. When we sent DX over and yeah. then they were triple threat? That's that's a good point. Thank you. I started right. <laughs> uh, but damn. But, but here's I'm like here's the thing with that storyline with Cody and Agogo. I bet they see talent in him and Agogo. Yeah. I bet they do. But it's clear they do. They clearly do. Yeah. But do you see the talent? Do you see? No. Do you see a U.S. versus Great Britain no. feud that no. will end with Cody and him going one on one at a major pay per view for them? I see a guy who is a legit badass mm-hmm. who did uh, boxing at an Olympic level, but is also like thirty seven or something. Like so, and he's also legally blind in his left eye. Um. So I haven't. Been, so he's kicking a blind guy's ass. Cool. Where to go, Cody? Right? No. Uh, plus, also, uh, did you see the tweet? A go-go officiated his sister's wedding. I thought that was uh, and is awesome. He's like, I don't mind if you fuckers stop following me because love equals love, you fuckers. He's only thirty-two. Oh, is he? Yeah. And uh, but and I'm like, some dude replied to that tweet and I was like, and this is the guy we're supposed to boo? Yeah. Like really? <laughs> the guy who's for equality and is blind in his left eye and fighting anyway, and we're supposed to boo this guy against Cody? Checks out. I, but it, but then, do you know why Cody did this, though? The American Dream thing? No. It's not just because he wants to play his daddy one night. Yeah. And the, he did all of this, including the promo, because he's been trying to get the trademark to the American Dream forever and keeps failing at it because they haven't used it or proved they use it in any business wrestling since. So he's doing this. So for him to trademark American Dream, yeah. he's like, for one night only. Yeah. 
So he can point to this promo and this feud and this match and say, look, I, the American dream. Yeah. That's all he's doing. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, but like to this whole rumor and innuendo about the v, the Bucks and the, them going at it, I can see that because of the fact that you can see that they're trying to push the new guys. You know, they're going against um, Pillman Jr. and uh, Griff on Tuesday. They're doing all this and that. They're trying to get, you know, look at the acclaimed. We're huge acclaimed fans. Not six months ago, not seven months ago, when we didn't know who the hell they were. You know what I mean? They've They're, made a lot of f- people. They made it, they've made a lot of people. So you have that. But then you go to, okay, Cody's storylines. Okay. Cody can't be AW champion. He was the first ever TNT champion. First ever two-time AW champion. TNT champion. TNT, sorry. And then he uh, does the strap match, or gets the 10 lashes by MJF. Um. Now it's the factory. Oh, uh, he puts himself in the uh, ladder match for the brass ring ladder, but you can totally see him off screen being the John Cena. Yep. Uh, you know what I mean? Like he is doing the old school thing, but it's it's him beginning his ass handed to for three weeks, four weeks, and then he wins. And then he wins the paper. The cha- he's not channeling his dad. He's channeling John Cena. Yeah. And that's the problem. Uh, as people make the joke, it's he's, he's channeling Jeff Jarrett. He's channeling Triple H. Yep. The he's he, a lot more like Triple H than he wants to admit he is. Of course, yeah. you know. But it, he does all those things just to go for us to go. Yeah, we love you for those three weeks. But why the hell did you win that fourth match? Why'd you win that? Why'd you do this? You like don't need to do that. If if they see the talent in a go go that they appear to. Mm-hmm. A go-go should win. But, so, like, for me, the end game is this. Like, why is the end game a go-go? It should have been QT Marshall, because he's the leader of the factory, but he already destroyed him at Blood and Guts. He's the leader, but they see a go-go as a star. I, I know that, but, but you know what I mean? Like, But you're right. And normally, you're not going to have the leader sh- be the first one. Yeah. They're going opposite. They're going from most experienced to least experienced, and the least experienced is on pay-per-view. It's a, it's a bold move. I, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Theoretically, because if there's smoke to this fire, yeah, and a power play eventually happens, or just a decision has to be made, mm-hmm. who leaves? Cody. To me, it's Cody and Brandy. Clear as day. Clear as day. Yeah, Cody. Yeah. It would be Cody and Cody and Brandy. Clear as day. Because uh, I think, you know, this would never happen. But if Something fluky happens, you know. This is just us freestyling here. It would be Cody and Brandy because of the fact that you have basically three on two, four on two if you include Khan, depending on which side he's on. And I think he's more on the Buck side than he is. I think he would veer that way. Yeah. Uh, you have Adam. You have Jericho, who's a silent, you know, a silent. Uh, and he VP. Yeah, but he's not. But you know, Jericho, he's a silent mind. Jericho, how do I put this? I never thought I would think this, but two years into AEW, we're two years in now, right? Yes, we are. It's the former WWE guys and Cody and Jericho that I say need to go because they're bringing, especially Jericho, his stuff is just what you would see on Raw that doesn't get passed. So here's example one. Last Wednesday night in Andy Dynamite, Pinnacle's doing their speech, how they're the best fraction in, in AEW. 
You hear horns, and here comes a little bit of the bubbly truck. Mm-hmm. And they hose them down with a little bit of bubbly. Mm-hmm. I've seen that twice. Uh, yeah. Milk and beer. Mir- milk, beer. Um, I feel like somebody else McGrail did. did shit. Shit, yeah. <laughs> uh, so here's, here's my thing about Jericho here. You know where you're coming out. Because they're doing the, they, it's only, or it's, I think it was, it was only Ortiz, Guevara, and Hager. Hager. And um, Jericho was going to be the surprise, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because they're like, Jericho's not here. Santana was arrested. Uh, but I think he was just sick. He was or, sick. Yeah. They didn't want to chance it. So, but good, good. I good. mean, it fits into the concern. Yeah. Jeff would have him arrested for stabbing him with a fork. Yes. Uh, and Jericho, he, oh, he's not here. He's hurt because he fell off. But Jericho's surprise comes up. Behind. Did you catch it? Yeah. So as they're talking, the camera is on the inner circle. Mm-hmm. And it's clear to his day on them. Jericho pops his head up to see where they're at on their spot. And it's just like... He's, but that's production, too. Yeah. That's production. Uh, I've, made, I've already said my piece on their production. That's production crew. Like, last couple of weeks ago when Cody makes his triumphant return, what I would have done is the camera follows QT Marshall behind QT, but the camera goes from left... from Instead of going left to right, they go right to left, but there you see Cody standing in his little RV waiting for the spot. You know the problem. They should have done better with all of that. Well, they need they need to rehaul production mm-hmm. terribly. Um, Impact has better production than AEW has. That's sad. Um, you know what's not helping Cody with the with the the look of everything. He gets his own special entrance. Yeah. In the middle by himself. He they donated time on TV to announcing the the birth. That she's pregnant, the, the, br- the gender reveal, uh-huh. N- all that special pomp and circumstance is always around Cody and Brandy. Bucks and Kenny don't do any of that shit. Uh, the TV show, he's on the, the TV. T- he's going to have his own TV show. He, they have a they have their own Miz and Mrs. coming. Yep. I mean, it, if, uh, I'm not saying it's like this because you know I'm not in the circle. Yeah. But just on the outside looking in, it's like oh, he makes sure everything's about him and his wife. While the other guys are busy working. Yeah. And I know he's working. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, well, I'm not assuming we're, we're, Cody's. We're not saying he's doing. He just shows up. Nice no. job, guys. No. I'm going to take the credit. I'm sure he time. works his fucking ass off. I have no yes. doubt about it. Yeah, without question. But the optics don't look good. The optics look like it's, it's, it's all about me. It's Cody going, hey, let me get all this. The, uh, the limelight. The joke of, you know, good, good start. Lifestyle is the rich and famous. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get the rich and famous part. And... Then I'll. Jesus Christ! It's, what like, it? it's like to write it what you what we see as fans. It's Cody trying to get publicity for the name of Cody Rhodes and Brandy and doing this this and then there's wrestling. I mean, he wants to run for like office. Of course he does in Texas, and by the time he's forty, which of is course. like four years from now, of course he does. Yeah. So he's he's a lot more Ric Flair than Dusty Rhodes in some ways. I mean, one of his mottos is "Spend it all now, just make more later." Yeah, and that's what uh, one savior took. <laughs> yeah, Cody said that, right? Well, I, I, I spend money to make it. That's it's like the out. motto. It's just bad like, outlook, uh, savior. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't go for that one. Yeah, but it's it's yeah, it's a fun part of just reading the rumor in the and then they make fun of it. But it's just like, well, what's true? What do you think of the newest innuendo 
that there's a game-changing free agent out there who's now a little hesitant to sign because the rumors of all this... Bickering? Bickering in what's supposed to be a harmonious company. And to me, it doesn't take a genius to figure out who that game-changing free agent is. Uh, yes. And if yes. That's, and yes. If, and if that's true, them motherfuckers need to get their shit figured out and put pen to paper because that is a game-changer. Yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. Or the Joe... Joe. Oh, it's yes, yeah. it's Danny Ryan. Joe's awesome, but he's not going to be a game changer like Danny Danielson yeah. would. Danielson, yeah. And if they need to get their shit in gear, because that's an important signing, they need that signing. Mm-hmm. They've got a bloated roster. I'll, I'll admit it, but they need that signing. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's hmm. fun to fun to just to read and see what's true and what's not, and Can't we wait for double or nothing. Can't wait. See what happens end of, the, end of the month. See, I mean, even if they're a little disappointing, which the last couple have been to a little bit, you still get looking forward to an AEW paper. Of course. And like, hey, fans, full fans, full fans, full fans, fifty-five hundred. It'll be cool. It'll be cool. Um, as July looks like it's going uh, end of May here. May, June, July is about the beginning of all fans because uh, in July AEW is going back on the road. Like we said last week, Miami and Texas area. However, Dirty sounds like they're doing the same. They're planning on the same. They're even working, Joe, on new sets for Raw and SmackDown. Leg gasp. What? We didn't get to appreciate the Fox SmackDown set long enough, though. We, we didn't. That thing was magnificent. It was. But I hope it's... WWE, you, hear, you listen to us all the time. Make it simple. Mm-hmm. We don't need LED light boards. We don't need... a. A uh, half rank, uh, a uh, skateboard. Uh, that was weird. We don't need that. I never got used to that one. We don't need the entrance door being all to the far right. Nope. Then center, and then just it's the same one every week. Make it simple. Yeah. That's what AEW you do. does simple. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Just two entrances. Yeah. Hill and Fucking still steal, steal uh, AEW's way and just make it your own way. Um, MLW is also touring in July too. Uh, ROH is allowing fans too in July. Are they? Yep. Oh, they announced. Good. I think they announced that too. Excellent. That, if that makes me feel like this is stupid. It's a wrestling company, but but I'm not. There's no joke. Our Ring of Honor has been the most responsible um, wrestling company yeah. when it comes to COVID. They've handled everything magnificently. They shut down for as long as they could. When they did come back, they taped. In clusters, so they're in a balloon. They did testing on everybody involved. I, I, I do remember the Dan housing. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the bubble housing for the next yeah. two week housing. Yep. And uh, but th- you know what? But it worked. Yeah. Except for EC3 and someone else getting COVID right before final battle. And I don't EC3 know if I ever, got it bad. Yeah, he did. I don't know if I ever told you about Jay Briscoe. He was mm-hmm. supposed to wrestle EC3 on final battle, and to make a good situation better. He um he he covered well. He said that EC three was just plain chicken. That's all. He was all, he was going around licking doorknobs to catch the COVID, <laughs> so he wouldn't have to get that ass whipping. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you did mention it. Uh, SCU broke up on yep. AW, so uh, wonder where that goes. We be- you believe Daniels may be retiring. I mean, that's what I thought would happen because he's fifty one. Um, he still can go. Oh, he's he good, yeah. He was great uh, when yeah. I saw him in Defy a couple of years ago. And he was fine in that match. Yeah. I mean, he was by no means a See weak See his link. fucking eye? Yeah, it was bad. 
Black eye, busted open. Jesus. And like at one point they started calling him Kano because he was, his eyes were so blood his eye was blood it red was shot. Blood red. It was nasty looking. Um it, it made sense. I, I like what this company does because it's like they have an abundance of tag teams. And they do. SCU's already been tag champs. They're veterans. Scorpio Sky has already been broken off. You want to get those other teams in there and get the reps. So yeah, break up this one. They're fully Kazarian's fully capable of being a solo. They've done. They ran their course. They've run their course. Yeah. So I'm fine with it. Uh, uh, It works for me. Speaking of running courses, as it looks like Darby Allen has run his course as TNT champion as Miro unified the TV titles. Unified the TV titles. He's been TV champ since Royal Rumble 2016. Remember? Yep. He hasn't (laughs) hasn't lost that. So uh, it was a squash too. It was a squash. But it's it's that it's the Miro people been wanting. Since he basically lost, well, I don't know. I'm not going to say when he debuted, but when he lost all the weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to be dominant. And then I think he did, like, I'll be a dominant force in WWE, and then he became uh, a joke. joke. And he didn't help himself when he came here. Yeah. But they've corrected it. Yes, they have. And he's a badass. And it looks like they're going towards him and Lance Archer I'm, uh, for the TNT title. I would like to see that Haas fight. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. If they want to do that at Double or Nothing, sign it up. Sign it up. Um... Did you see Orange Cassidy get knocked out cold? Yes, I did. So it's a triple threat match, a double or nothing, which uh, they're not a fan of doing. First time ever. Yeah. They're, they're, they've said uh, he's gone on record, especially for title matches. He's not a, really, he's not a fan of multi-man gimmick matches. Well, yeah, but what are you going to do? But the, 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 mat- the purpose match was going to be a triple threat. Uh, it was going to be a draw between them, a TV time draw. I mean, it was going to be a triple threat. Anyway. It was going to be a triple threat no matter what. It's just that they definitely had their hand kind of forced into it yeah. this time. Uh, I don't mind it because if you're looking at e- I like the idea of no triple threat matches for the title. However, you want to push Orange Cassidy, but you're a business. What if he's not a big enough name to sell tickets? Same with Pac. However, it's that 50, 25, 25 spot. Both of them yep. with Omega might work. Yeah. 50, so it's, 25, 25. It's that's not, how they sell the 100% of that it's match. smart business. Yeah. And I don't care what I, all the old timers and even the, some of the you, you guys who don't like them. Kenny Omega is a draw. I, 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 I've, I've turned. <laughs> yeah. I once I love, I love his fucking battle cry theme song. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, speaking of theme songs. Yes. I think it was for one night only. But one John Moxley comes out to a wild, wild thing. thing. Which fits like a glove. Yeah. He did it. I don't know if it's full on or not. I haven't gotten, well, I guess we'll find out this week when he comes out on yeah. Dark. If it's, anyway. if it's uh, one time only. Because he does yeah. wrestle on Elevation, so I yeah. guess we'll find out. Yeah. But Onita from FMW yep. famously used Wild Thing. As his, so it was like a, a Stops a, and breaks It was a cigarette. nod yep. Yep. To, to Onita. Uh, but I also just saw Wild Thing Ricky Vaughn. Yeah. I was like, God damn, Moxley is like the wrestling version of Ricky Vaughn yeah. anyway. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was cool as shit. See, I, here's the thing. You could, if they use it, if they use it going, wait to the full crowd. Yeah. It'd be Judas all over again, but yep. bet in but a better, better way. But better. Yeah. So let's... Uh, Shove it up your ass. Let's take a moment and talk about John Moxley. Yes, please. Getting a lot of crap these days because a lot of the wrestling purists and WWE lifers don't like the fact that he um, is so open with his love of deathmatch wrestling and whatnot. Love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, 
But don't think, and here's another reason they're mad. They won't admit it. He's become a role model and a symbol for all of the workers who are disgruntled Mm -hmm. to follow their own thing and do what they want. Because he left two years ago now, dude. He's still as hot as he was two years ago. Yes, he is. If not, maybe a little hotter. Yeah. The best thing that motherfucker ever did was bet on himself yep. and leave. Yeah. And they don't like that. They do not like that. What's in here, brother? Uh-huh. Um, no, he's been hot as shit. Um, so uh, let's just get to it, because I was going to bring up the Impact pay-per-view. How was that, by the way? It was a fine show. Yeah. I mean, it, there was nothing terrible. There was nothing. There were no zombie lumberjack matches. Oh, damn. Damn. Moose won a six-way match to get the next shot at Omega, which will be next week on Impact Plus, or isn't next it, month. Isn't his contract up, though? It is. Interesting. Interesting, huh? Yeah. So, yeah, June 12th, I believe it is, is against yep. all odds. Yep. It's Kenny Omega and Moose. I assume Omega wins. Yeah, of course. Um, and the, uh, the Good Brothers and Mr. Omega lost to Eddie Edwards and Finn Juice. Um, which tells me Slammiversary is probably Omega and Eddie Edwards. Which, Joe, I don't know if you've watched many Eddie Edwards matches. I've seen a few. If it was Omega versus Eddie Edwards in, like, even 2015, holy fuck. This would be, like, Tokyo Dome level good. Damn. But this is 2021. And Eddie Edwards has a lot of miles on that body. And he has lost several steps. He's still... A fairly, I mean, he's still a completely competent main level worker. He's been more into hardcore yeah. now. Well, yeah. it's because he had to change his style. Yes, because he, he, he is well, Eddie Edwards the current day McFoley in a way yes. of just like change your style. That's to, exactly what it is. Okay. And I was gonna say, only in the crazy world of wrestling, Joe, yeah. can you purposely turn to a more hardcore style to take better care of your body. Checks out. Checks out. But yes, that's exactly what's happened to him. Yeah. Okay. So. John Moxley, we're going to, this past Saturday, uh, GCW did draft day at their pay-per-view in Las Vegas. Uh, producer ordered it. Started at 8 o'clock our time. Yeah. Ended around 11, 15, 11, 30. Mm-hmm. I'll be frank. I could have stayed up for it in the main event. Yeah. AJ Gray versus Nick Gage in a death match. However, I had work in the morning and uh, lower back issues, so I'm waking up like at 6, 5. The cat, Charlie, scratches the uh, door, anything wood, wooden, around 5.20 to 5.50. She knows what's up. So she wakes me up no matter what. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try and get some sleep. I know the cat's going to wake me up. Yeah. Wakes me up at 5.20. So I'm up stretching my back. And I was just like, it's in Vegas. Nick Gage is probably going to win because Moxley came out on the last show. Get a wake up, go to Twitter for a minute. There's a tweet with me being tagged in it, with everybody here being tagged. Moxley showed up. I'm mm-hmm. like, of course he did. They're of in Vegas. Renee uh, Young. I thought he was going for a pack of smokes. Uh, but yeah, they um, overall the card, the show was good. Um, there's a I told you yesterday, but look him up. Uh, Jack Cartwheel, I believe mm-hmm. was his name. 19-year-old former like a current football player for, like I think it was like San Jose State or something, like a decent football team, but impressive shit. A Phoenix Hurricane Rana, just like the Phoenix twist and then hits the Hurricane Rana. That's nuts. But the guy's on the ground, not in the, like, not he was in the ring, not uh, 
Yeah. Not like outside. Of, uh, so that's that's nuts. Yeah. That's nuts. Um, we had Schlack versus Juice Juicy, uh, the big Samoan guy that yeah drove uh, from California. To collective needs a lot of work. Yeah, that was that. Um, Ali Catch versus Joey Janela. Uh, scary moment. At, like match ended and they threw up the axe for Allie. Yeah. But it seems like she's fine. That's good. That's uh, good. You don't want you don't want to see any injuries. Yeah. Uh, the fun stuff about them is when they go fight in the, uh, they go go out and leave the building. Well, they yeah. have no cameras, <laughs> so we got WCW two thousand of fans everywhere and the ca- the cameras at the entrance door. As you see, you're just hearing oohs and ahs and like people like one guy did a backflip off the building, but we couldn't see it until somebody tweeted it out. Jesus. Um, but John uh, Nick Gage wins. Moxley shows up after, and I guess they they brawl for a bit. They they go off the air and they go fight down a street. That's awesome, Fremont Street, I believe. That's gonna be a big pay per view when it happens. Yes, it is. I've been thinking about this. I think the impossible is gonna happen in twenty twenty one. Nick Gage on live TV. Yes. Or you have a you have a fantastic point, and I one hundred percent agree with you. It's he's getting too big now. The the dark side of the ring uh, is only going to heighten it. Moxley has a lot of pull because yes. he's it's worked. I don't see it more than a one time thing. He's never going to be one of those that signs a contract and yeah, he works he, dark. You know he, what I mean? Who he will sign daily episodes like daily contracts. Yeah. I'll be on this week's show. I'll be on but next week's show. I can see him showing up once after the match on pay per view. Yeah. Because I see it, ironically, as he's going to help Moxley. I see it as Moxley and Kingston bringing someone to help them fight somebody. And it ends up being Gage. Which, by the way, Moxley, Kingston, and Gage on one fucking team? Jesus Christ. And the, the, they can, they're like, hey, Nick, you're going to be on TV. You got to tone it down. Yeah. He'll find a Yeah, he can do it. He may it. not be able to cuss. I, and, you know, there won't be light tubes, baby. But it'll be a fucking brawl and it'll yeah. be nasty and dirty. Yeah. I could see that happening maybe once. Yeah. He'll never be a full-time yeah. guy. And I think they and they need to capitalize on that because of how popular the Nick Gage Dark Side of the Ring was. Yep. Which was it was a really good episode. It was a good episode. A really good episode. Uh got to say the live crowd like full room because yeah. the uh it's but everybody nice. was masked up so it was yeah. like fantastic to see that you know the CDC or guidelines are lightening up which is a fantastic thing to hear. Yeah. Let's be state, state by state. The feel of Nick Gage, his music hits, and there is a mosh pit ready for him. As I he, saw, I saw he's like back there getting all ready, yeah. and then he busts through the curtain into the mosh pit. Yeah, there was a mosh. It, <laughs> it just felt fantastic to it, see that, that. He got you pumped up. He got God you pumped damn. up. But like the Dark Side of the Ring proves and showed something. There is an odd love. For him, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, you know, it, it doesn't make sense, but it's there because, like, you had the we had the Nick Gage entrance for you for a long time, yeah. You know, Booble, uh, the chosen one, he came over for a GCW show because Nick Gage was main eventing, yeah. like, he didn't care who else was on He's it, a draw. just Nick Gage. He brings you in, yeah. He's real, yes, he is. That's the thing, he's real. And I you can feel that he's did real. you see the deleted scene from Dark Side of the Ring of. 
They did the match of David Arquette, and he's just like, you know, David Arquette, hey, don't cut me. I'm an actor, and okay, I won't, but Gage got a pizza slicer. Pizza slicer. <laughs> so they wanted to use the footage of Nick Gage in a documentary, but Gage's like, okay, yeah, give me money. Well, we're not going to pay you. The no. No, the no. Okay, what about like a new king-size bed? Okay. And he's like, yeah, I got a new bed from them. I haven't used it yet because I like, like my old one. So I have a new bed. I, and, but, uh, yeah, I haven't used it yet because I've... Uh, he's awesome. Yeah. My favorite line from, the, from Dark Side was Moxley, of course. Yeah. He's like, that motherfucker wears a handkerchief over his face all the time, every match. The only time he doesn't wear a goddamn handkerchief is when he's robbing a fucking bank. Go figure. Nick Age, everybody. <laughs> but no, yeah, he's a fucking draw, and I, you know, it's... You know, it kind of goes back to the beginning of this podcast, Joe. He's real. Yes, he is. Do you know the last guy that I connected to like that who was real? Who? New Jack. Yep. Big coincidence. They, yeah. If you're real, even if it's warts and all, man, yeah. people will, yeah. will bond to you. Yeah. They'll believe in you. Yeah. So... Uh yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting when uh whenever that pay per view happens, and when New Jack hits the uh, airwaves on AEW, when yeah when fucking motherfucking murder death kill. Oh, they'll probably find a way to get the Metallica song. Oh, Con will pay for it. Yeah, for, for one. Day. If he's paying for a wild thing and a uh, uh, zombie, and isn't it nice? Like I'm not gonna say he makes every great decision in the world. But isn't it nice to have an owner of a wrestling company who's a legitimate fan and wants to see that shit like that? Like, you know what? I'll pay the money for that. That's going to be fucking badass. It's so nice to see. It is. It is. And it's, for our set to say this, with, let's say, theme songs, Dodie is just doing the same piano, guitar rift. Ever since Jam Johnston left. Yeah, it's the same My rift. God. However, the Roman Reigns one has grown on me hard. It was, it was one of those things I, I thought I liked it when it first came out, but you had Cole talking over him, couldn't hear it all. It's on iTunes. It's fan, I think it's great. It, th- you can hear the Shield music still, but it is the... Oh. They slowed it down and yes. did some... But- uh, Cameron Grimes one's fantastic. I need to listen to the Adam Cole one that they put up because... It's called Thunder Boom. Yeah, I'm not feeling his or Kyle Riley's. Yeah, yeah, I'm not either. So it's just like, give me some time to listen to him. But yeah, I love the fact that Tony Khan's like, he tried to get the Jefferson's Jane. Yeah, for Jefferson Starship. Ca- Starship yeah. for... Uh, but they weren't going for they're it. They're not going for it, which is weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, Well, it's, me- it's not necessarily the band either. It depends yeah. on who owns the... Who owns the like, rights. And if it's one of the record companies that's... Yeah. Oh, sure, but I want $10 million. Well, fuck you. I only want it for like three years. Yeah, fuck you. I'm not going to do that. Uh, But yeah, it's fantastic that they, Khan is not afraid to spend money to make his talent happy. Even just for one night. Yeah. And I dig it though. I like, I really, I dig Orange Cassidy's theme now. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. And then I like, of course, I like Baltimore. Yeah. You know, Tarzan Tarzan boy. boy. Yeah. So, I mean, Taz does too, and it's fantastic. <laughs> it's awesome every week on Dark. It's a, it's oh, a, oh, 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 oh. yeah, fantastic. So, 
Well, let's wrap this show up. Uh, if you guys couldn't listen to us live, you can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com to listen to this lovely show. You can go back also and listen to the Monday Night War Stories, pay-per-view war stories, and the midweek war stories. Uh, you can go to any social media website to give us a good follow, thumbs up, or you give us a review. Up to you. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs>